Good evening. I hope you are all doing well. Ratzon that our learning should be a shmira for the chayalim and a refuah for those who are who are not well. Uh, we are learning Maseches Bavakama Daf Ayin, and we're starting on the top line at Amre Nahar Da'e. And we're going to be ending tonight, we'll do about a blot and a quarter. We're going to end halfway down on Ayin Aleph, Amad Aleph. And a little sneak peek, if you look over at what Shabbos's blot looks like, which is Ayin Bez, uh, it's not, it's short. So, uh, uh, in Daf Yomi, it's a gift. In Iyun, it's probably very slow. But uh, in Daf Yomi, it's Gishmak. I am not going to lie. I skipped a beat when I saw it. I was very excited. It's very, very enjoyable. All right. Top of Daf Ayin Amad Aleph. Let us jump in. Amre Nahardai, the Rabbanim of Naharda, they told us the following. You're not allowed to write an Urkisa. Rashi calls it a harsha. In English, we'd probably call it something like a power of attorney, where I, by hiring you, can give you the possibility of functioning on my behalf. We are not allowed to do this for metaltalin that are in other people's possessions. Let me first paint the case for you, and then the rest of the Gemara will flow well. I struggled a lot in understanding this because I didn't have the case clear until later. Let's say that I have an item in Ruvain's property, and I want you, through power of attorney, to go collect that for me. That is our case. I own the item. My item is in Ruvain's property, and I want you to go get it for me. That's the question of Urkisa. Is that allowed? So in, in regards to Metaltalin, you're not allowed to do that. Why not? Amar Ravashi Le'ameimar. He says, my time up. What is the reason for such a restriction to not allow an orkasa when I want you to function on my behalf to go get something from someone else's property that belongs to me? Says the Gemara, because of Rav Yochanan, and this was the sugya that we spent all day yesterday learning about. Amar lei, mishum de Rav Yochanan. Dam Rav Yochanan, gazal Let's say somebody steals, but the bailim have yet to be miyayish. So really it's still theirs. The Ghana can't do anything until I'm miyayish. And therefore, shneim enin yuchol haktish. Neither of them are able to be maktish and item. The ganiv, or the gazlan actually, who's holding on to this item, he can't do anything because the bailim are not miyayish, and therefore it's eno birshuso. And and the bailim, who may well want to be maktish it, but you're not allowed to be maktish something that's not in your rishus. And seemingly from the Gemara, what we're saying about Rabbi Yochanan is we're extending that din of Rabbi Yochanan, that kishem that you're not allowed to be maktish an item, when it's not in your rishus, you also cannot appoint power of attorney when that item is not in your rishus. Very limiting, actually, a very limiting halacha. That means I can't halachically pay you to go get something for me from another person's yard in the form of an orkisa, to write a proper orkisa shtar. Uh, very limiting, that's what the Gemara seems to say. The Gemara is going to discuss soon what Urkasa means. Is it Shlichus or Shutfus? We have to figure that piece out. And all of this is only version one of an Urkasa. We're going to see a more makel version of an Urkasa in a moment. But in version one, it seems to be this very limited scope that an Urkasa can be for a Karka. It just can't be for Metaltalim. And even if the Metaltalim is in front of you, we're worried about a case where it isn't in front of you. So by Metaltalim, approach number one is we're very strict about an Urkasa and we don't allow for such a thing to transpire. But Let's lighten things up a bit. There are those who say otherwise. This is a little bit different. What's the case? Same case as before, where my item was is now in the property of Ruvain, and I want to hire you to go get it. You're not allowed to do that, but only if Ruvain denies that it's mine. 
And in the other case of power of attorney, it's allowed. So let's say he has my bike in his backyard. And I say, Stan, power of attorney, I want to ride an orchestra. No problem. As long as Ruvain doesn't deny having my item, no problem. What we're concerned about is what the Gemara says, Taima de Kafre. What we're concerned about is that when Ruvain denies having my, uh, my item, then when I have an orchestra with Stan, the Mechzeh Kishikra. I'm saying to Stan, I hereby uh, empower you to go to Ruvain's property and to get my bike back. That's Mechzeh Kishikra, Klape Ruvain, because Ruvain says, that's not his bike, it's my bike. So the orchestra, it's Mechzeh Kishikra, and therefore it's Usser. So two things. Number one is this is drastically different than the first case. In the first case, we were blanket, no orcas sabai metaltalin. In, in the Ika de Amre, we're saying almost always orcas sabai metaltalin, except for when the person holding my item is kofair on that item to say, no, no, it's not Phil's, it's my bike. My bike, same initials. Fine. Very good. So those are the two cases. And therefore, aval lo kafre. But in a scenario where Ruvain, who's holding my item, is not going to be kofar on the fact that I'm holding that he's holding my item, then kasvinan, then we allow the power of attorney document to be written in a halachic form. Is it this is a written document. Then it's not an orkisa. It either is or isn't an orkisa. An orkisa is a written document of power of attorney. I could ask you a favor. I can hire you on the side. But in this formal way, we'll see what the difference is between what you're recommending with no written document, which is you're my friend, go help me, right? Very different than this one because when you write the orchestra, you're forming a halachic bond between you and that person, either as a shaliyah, where you're my messenger, you're an extension of me, or as a shutaf, you're my partner, you're my business partner. Very, very different models in halacha, which we'll soon see. The Amri Nahardai, in fact, so much so that this has to be written down that if you leave out the following phrase, it's not kosher. Orkisa deloksi bay. If there's an orkisa, a power of attorney document between me and you that leaves out the following line, it's not kosher. We have to get like a hechsher on there to say, this is a kosher orkisa. It's like a ksuba. If you leave out the word vikanina, you got problems. So, same thing over here, although probably with a lesser severity than a ksuba not being kosher. What is the line that needs to be in there? Where I, the Baal, will say to Stan, Zil Don, go and, and adjudicate this. Halachically, it's ki'ilu that it's yours. You're functioning on my behalf. That's effectively what this line is saying. If it doesn't say that in the orchestra, less be mishasha. Zippo. Not even worth the paper it's printed on. My time, huh? Because... If you're not functioning on my behalf and you go over to Ruben and say, hey, I'm, I have power of attorney. Here's the orchestra. I'm functioning on behalf of Phil. If it doesn't say that you're like me, then Ruben is going to say to you, you're not my Baldvarim. I literally don't even know who you are. You are you're holding up a document. That, who are you? Unless it says that you, Stan Gertz, are now the owner of this item or something something like that, we'll have to see soon exactly what it is, then the orchestra is not functional. Amar Abaye, he touches a little bit. If, in fact, the orchestra says that I am giving a third of the, of the value of the item that, I'm, that Stan's going to collect, I'm going to give a third of that item in dollars to Stan, then, because he does have a, a degree of partnership, migu dina apalga, because you, when Stan goes to collect, he does have a partial ownership in uh, in the orchestra. So therefore, Migudishtai Dina Apalga, Mishtai Dina Akula. 
then Ruvain can't say La Baldvarim Didiat because you are a Baldvarim. FLP that it's only for a third of the value of the bicycle, but yes, but why were you set there for the bicycle? But the fact that you're getting paid a third was a deal that me and you made between me and me and you as the Baal Orkisa. So that's what the Gemara says. And Omar Amemar, Itofas, if Stan decides, you know what, I'm just going to chop a rein, I love the new bicycle, I'm going to keep it, then great. That's a crazy shita. I hired you as part of the Orkisa, and it doesn't matter. You can halachically keep it. That's his shita. And we don't pask in that way, nor is that the next shita. Ad kidei kach, that if I write an orkisa and I write in it that initial line of zil don v'zachi ba'apek l'nafshech, if I write that, halachically speaking, technically, you're now the owner. But Abayi says, it is pretty crazy. Ravashi Amar, no, it's not true, Abaye. Ravashi says, and this is quoted uh, in the Rambam, it is also quoted in Shulchan Aruch this way, that Kevan de Kasvele, since in the Orkisa it writes, Kol demisani mindina kabili salai, I accept upon me whatever the halachic reality is of this situation. Therefore, Stan is not allowed to keep the full cost of the item. Shliach shavya. He's really nothing more than a shliach. And what is the din of shlichus? You function on my behalf. Right? When, if I do the chituch on behalf of a father, there's a discussion like, does the moel have a mitzvah? Is it my, it's not my mitzvah. I'm not the father of the baby. The, the mitzvah is on the, I'm a shliach. It's like a, it's ke'ilu that the father's hand is in my hand and I'm and, and we're doing the work together. Not my mitzvah per se. Okay, enabling, fine, whatever the, but it's not my mitzvah. It's not, same thing over here. You're not allowed to keep my item because you're not me. You're a shliach. The ika de'amar, there are those who say that no, it's not considered shlichus, but rather shutva shavya. Really, you and I are halachic partners. It's the difference between you being my employee and you being my business partner. Very different on the payout of dividends. Very different. In regards to taking half. If you're my shutaf, you can take half and there's nothing I can do about it. We're partners, halachically. The orkasa might make us into partners. Unless you say the orkasa is shliach shavya. In which case, you can't take anything. The Hilchasa, like Stan's nodding head from earlier, Shliach Shavya. We don't like this approach of, you know, Stan is the person in the orchestra you can keep the bicycle. That's not Shaykh. That doesn't make sense. That brings us to a new Mishnah, almost two-thirds of the way down, on Ayin Aleph, on Ayin Amud Aleph. Gonav al Two people, Reuven and Shimon, witnessed me doing the theft. And then V'tobachu Machar al those same two Adim of Reuben and Shimon watch me do the Tabachu Machar. Or, oh, the Adim changed by the Tabachu Machar. Reuben and Shimon saw the Geneva, and Levi Yehuda, oh, Al Pishnaim Acherim, saw the Tabachu Machar. The Adim for one don't have to be the Adim for the other. And therefore, if Reuben and Shimon see me executing the Isser of Geneva, and then Levi and uh, Levi and Yehuda see me doing the Isra of Tavach or Machar, the din is I'm still Mishalim Tashlume Dalad Behei. Even though they're not the same Edim. We're going to discuss this with uh, in the Gemara momentarily. And as well, all of the following things. Ganav Umachar B'Shabbos. If I steal and sell on Shabbos, or Ganav Umachar L'Avodazara, or Ganav V'Tavach B'Yom or Ganav Mishal Avi V'Tavach Umachar, 
If I steal from my father and then I sell it or I shecht it or sell it, and then the father passes away, if I steal it, slaughter it, and then I'm the meat. In all of these cases, the theme of this list is whether or not the case is a case of let's look back at the third line of the Mishnah. It doesn't say what happens if I'm so the list is very specific. Look at the example of Yom Kippur. Shechita and Yom Kippur is an Isser Kares, but not an Isser in Bezdin. It's not an Isser Skila in Bezdin. Fine. That's what the whole list is. And then the Mishnah continues. Yeah. Let's say I, I, I shecht with an ulterior motive. It's for the sake of Rafua. Ola klavim, I shecht an animal for the sake of feeding an for the sake of feeding my dog. Hashochet venimtzeis trefa, I shecht an animal. Turns out that it's a trefa. Hashochet chulin ba'azara, it's the right animal, but I didn't consecrate the animal properly. In all of these cases as well, mishalim tashlumi arba v'chamisha. Reb Shimon Poter b'shnei elu. These last two cases of hashochet venimtzeis trefa and hashochet chulin ba'azara. In those cases, Poter, Reb Shimon says you're putter from tashlumi arba v'chamisha. This first chunk of Gemara now that we're going to learn, six lines, five lines from the bottom of Ayin and Aleph, debates the first din of the Mishnah. The first din of the Mishnah taught us that if Reuben and Shimon were my witnesses for my Gneva, and Levi and Yehuda were the witnesses for my either Shechita or Mechira, our Mishnah says you're still Chayev uh, Dalet Vehem. Our Gemara says not everyone would agree with that. Lema, perhaps we should say Masnisin Deloka Rebbe Akiva. Deika Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Akiva says that all of the Edus of the Gneva and the Mechira or the Tzvicha have to be the same person. Davar, it has to be one whole entity below Chati Davar. They have to witness both elements of the crime, the Geneva and the Mechira or Tzvicha. If they only see one, no Dalit Behe according to Rabbi Akiva. Why? Ditanya. The Brisa writes as follows. Amar Rabbi Yossi, Shahalach Abba Chalafta. Abba Chalafta was Rabbi Yossi's father. He was called Abba Chalafta, right? So, uh, and... Rabbi Yossi says that when his father went to learn by Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, the Amrila, some say, no, it was Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Eitzel Abba Their ages were very similar. It seemed to be they were Tamid Chaverim. We have to figure out exactly what their history is, but not for now. Um, Omar Lo, they discussed the following Shiloh. We know that there's a rule called the squatter's rule. And if I establish a chazaka on an uninhabited property for three years, that property is mine. And if I do so, by after my third year, I no longer have to keep the star on that property. You can come up to me in the fourth year and say, where's your document? Say, you are late to the party. That is my property. I, uh, four years, I don't have to prove it to you anymore. I'm done. Oh, so the Gemara says as follows. In year number one, there were Aden that I lived there, Ruven and Shimon. The second year it was Levi and Yehuda. In the third year, it was Yisachar and Zvulun. Mahu. What about this din of Rabbi Akiva, that we need all of the Eduyos to be by one person? Amar Lo, whoever was talking to whoever, because we don't know if it was Abba Chalafta to uh, one person or vice versa. Amar Lo, Harei Zochazaka. You're good to go. We, we string together the Edus of Ruven and Shimon, of Levi and Yehuda and Yisachar and Zvulun, and even though they're different people, we, we combine them together to be a singular edus. You have a chazaka, and you have no need to keep the document anymore. You can burn it. 
Amar Lo, he said back to him, yeah, you know what? I agree. Afani Omer Kain. Ella, Sherebi Akiva Cholek Badavar. Why would Rebbe Akiva argue? This is the Brysa that proves the Shita. Shahai Rebbe Akiva Omer, where an Ayin Amud Beis, six lines down, what did he hold? Davar, Velo Chazi Davar. He held that in order to establish a singular Chayuv that's dependent on multiple Eduyos, Pater, Pater, if you have a two-step process of Edus to lead to one conclusion, then we need both of those Edim to be the same. And therefore, by the case of Chazaka, I need the Edim who witnessed that I was squatting in year one, years two and three, to be the same Edim. And if, in fact, year one was Ruvain and Shimon, and if, in fact, year two was Levi and Yehuda, and if, in fact, the third year was Yusachar and Zvulun, that's not a Chazaka. And I need to hold on to that document still. And if I don't have it, then they can kick me out. I'll be evicted. When we have a singular halachic moment as a conclusion and multiple eduyos to lead to that conclusion, Rabbi Akiva says, Dover, all of the edim have to be the same. Otherwise, no dice. Even if, one, even if the first group was closer to the second, then to the... The Gemara doesn't discuss that. But Lechorah, that's not the case. It has to be that they are each... It is only one pair that witnesses everything. That's why in our case, in our Mishnah, the Gemara wants to say that Masnisna is Dilok Rabbi Akiva. What did we see in our Mishnah? Ganaval Pishnayim. And it, it says in the Mishnah that even if it was different Aethim for the second case of Ganavu Machar, our Mishnah says, Chayv Tashlum Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, No, you broke the rule. It's Dabar Baloch Hatsi We're talking about a din of Tashlum Akifel. What's required for Tashlum Akifel? Two steps, Geneva and Mechir or Tvicha. And if your Aethim are different, Potter. So maybe our mission is not like Rabbi Akiva. Yuchayv Kefel. Pasha, Pasha Yuchayv Kefel, because you don't need two sets of Adam for that. But when you get it, yes, the Gemara is going to discuss that exact line. What is the interdependency between these two sets of Adam? I'll just, I'll foreshadow. The second set of Adam needs the first. Right? The Eidim by Tzvich Mechira need the Eide Gneva. Yeah. But the Eide Kfela, Kefel, don't need the Eidim for Dalit Behe. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you would owe Karen. You would owe Karen. But if I walk over to your animal and I shecht it, I owe you Karen, not Kefel. So let's say we had a case scenario where I don't steal your animal. I just take a machete. I walk into your yard. I'm Chayv Karen. Yeah. Because Dalit Behei is dependent on Kefel. You can't have one without... But I, I didn't get anything from you. Yeah. So now we're going to get into that piece over here about how Rebbe Akiva would have answered this question. And the Gemara says on Ayin Amud Beis, and we are six lines down. Amar Abaye, don't worry. Afilu Tema Rebbe Akiva. I could even explain our Mishnah according to Rabbi Akiva. Let's articulate the question again. How could it be Rabbi Akiva? Hooray, the Edom for the Ganovim were not the Edom for the Tvicha or Mechira. The Gemara says, because, Milo Mode Rabbi Akiva. Doesn't Rabbi Akiva agree? Bishnaim Omrim Kidesh. Bishnaim Omrim Baal. If we have a case scenario where the Ede Kiddushin under the Chuppah were Ruven and Shimon. And Adim that witnessed uh, the husband or the wife cheating, let's say the wife was cheating, 
and then we that was different. That was Levi and Yehuda. Doesn't he agree that the Afal Gab the Ede Bia that even though in order for the Ede Bia to have a functional taina of Ashes Ish, they're nothing without the Ede Kedushin. Since the Ede Kedushin, they don't need the Ede Bia to verify that the couple's married. That happens in a very narrow vacuum. If she cheats down the road, she's not a nice person. She did something very wrong. She's chayv whenever she's chayv. Therefore, davar karina be. <coughs> because, says the Gemara, because it's a one-directional dependency, the Eden for the Bia to show Eishas Ish require the Eide Kedushin. If a man sleeps with a woman and they're both single, they violated Isurim, but it's not Eishas Ish. In order to get Eishas Ish, the Eide Bia need the Eide Kedushin, but the Eide Kedushin don't need the Eide Bia. It's a one-directional necessity. Therefore, Dovar Karina Bay. Therefore, even though they're different Adim, it's still considered one Edus because it's not a multi-directional need. Only the latter Adim need the prior, and the prior don't need the latter. Therefore, Hachanami, in our case too, Afal Gav de Ede Tvicha Tzricha even though in order to get to the status of Dalit Behei, the second Adim need the first Adim to ensure that Geneva actually happened. Otherwise, there's no Dalit Behei. Since the Eide Geneva don't need the Eide Tvicha, even Rabbi Akiva would agree that Davar Karina Bey, one set of Eidos, and that, that, that the separate Eidim are acceptable. We combine them to be one aid because they're not multi-directional dependent. They, they each need each other. So that doesn't work. That's why Rabbi Akiva over there said that that was true. There, the claims are all the same. It's the same claim three times in a row. That's not what's happening in our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, Adim number one, we're being done about the Gneva. And Adim number two, we're being done about the Tvich or Mechira. So the Mishnah said, the Gemara said, maybe our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Akiva. No, Rabbi Akiva only has the rule of Dabar, Velochati Dabar, when the Eduyos, are, are, they all are interdependent. If I had to draw a line between the Adam of year one, year two, year three by Chazaka, I would draw a line from one to two, two to three, two to one, two to three, three to two, two to one. They're all perfectly enmeshed. That's not true by our case. And therefore, our mission could even be like Rabbi Akiva. Hi, Virabonon. What about the rabbis who don't agree with Rabbi Akiva? Hi, Dover, Velo, Chazi, Dover, Mai. What do the rabbis who disagree, remember in the top, the top of the Mishnah, in the top Mishnah, Rabbi Akiva said, the Aegis doesn't work because everybody's so interdependent. What is the other sheet to hold? We learned that from Dover. What do they hold? They said it was a Chazaka. Rabbi Akiva said, no way. So how do we learn the other Shita? The Rabbanon, what do they say? Hi, Mai says the Gemara. This is a sugya of establishing whether a young girl is a Gdola, whether or not she's maybe Shtei Se'aros. Once a, a girl is maybe shtei se'aros, she is begeder a gedola midoraisa under certain circumstances. So, what's the example of davar velo chazi davar? This is a case scenario where the Gemara says lemeute echad omer echad begaba veechad omer echad bekresa, where there's a single witness who says I saw one hair on one part of her body, and another single aide said I saw a different hair on a different part of their body. So maybe that's what the Gemara means by Dabar Velochati Dabar, that that's not Edus. You only saw one hair. That's not Edus on Shtei Saros. 
got one guy over here who says that there's Edus Begaba. By the way, Begaba does not mean her back. Rashi, a third of the way down, Begaba. She has a, a, a hair. A, let's say her hair is peach fuzz on the knuckles. She has one black hair, like it's a grown pubescent hair. Oh, so then that's Edus on one hair. But the Gemara says if it's Echad over here and Echad over there, that's Dover Velo That's not Edus. What? The Gemara is going to reject it in a second. But it shouldn't have been that way. We're going to discuss that in a second. Mamish, that's the next line of the Gemara. So the Gemara says, wait one second. If you claim that one person, that Ruben saw one hair, and Shimon, he's a doctor, and he saw one hair uh, somewhere else on her body. Hi, this has two problems with it. First of all, it's Chatsi Dover. And also, Bechatsi Eidusu. It's two issues with this. Pashat that won't work. Obviously, if you have Echad that we see one hair, and one person saw a hair on her on her arm, Pashat that that's not Gedola status. But because of two problems, not because of one, it's Dover below Chatsi Dover. It's also only Chatsi Eidus. You as one person are not helpful. It doesn't, you're not doing anything. So the Gemara says, like Stan says, Ella, you're right. Just about halfway down, Ella Limaute. It's rather the words Dabar Velochati Dabar is to exclude Shnaim Omrim Echad Begaba, the Shnaim Omrim Echad Bekresa, Hani Amre, according to one set of Adim, Ktanahi, the Hani Amre Ktanahi. What is the testimony of those two guys? What do you see, Levi and Shimon? One hair. What do you see, Ruvain? In, uh, oh, I only see one hair. Okay, so she's a Ktana. Why? Because Dabar Velochati Dabar. So that's how the Rabbanan and our Mishnah would teach. The case of Chazaka is fine. They hold totally differently than Rabbi Akiva. Completely different lambdas than the lambdas we just went through about is the second Edus dependent. They're not touching that. Mutter v'mutter v'mutter. That's fine Edus on all counts. The case of Chazaka. All of those cases are fine according to the Rabbanan. Where do they draw the line? In a case where two Edim are witnessing, uh, uh, let's say in this case, one hair of a girl as she grows up. And that is, uh, that's nothing. That's Dabar v'lo Dabar. She's not a gadola. That brings us to the two dots. Halfway down on Ayin Amid Beis, heading to the middle of Ayin Aleph Amid Aleph. Let's continue. We had said, that if I steal and I sell on Shabbos, well, stealing is usher because uh, you're not allowed to steal. It's not a unique din on Shabbos. You're just not allowed to steal. Um, and then Umachar, if I sell it on Shabbos, that's an Isra Darabanan of Mekach Umemkar. So the halacha is that I'm I haven't violated any isuri Raisa. There's no kamle bidirab. I shouldn't say that. Let me say that again. I haven't violated any chiyuve skila or any chiyuve misa. And therefore the din is that because there's nothing overriding, I'm going to be chayiv on tashlume dalid behei in this case. Where's the machira? Machira. Do we have to discuss that in the gemara? Beautiful question. That's great. The Tanya, the gemara says, wait one second. I know what this brisa says. But we have another brisa. I know what our Mishnah says. Our Mishnah says Tashlume Dalit Behe. The Tanya Pater. We have a brisa that says that there seemingly is Kamle Bidirabamine. But how is that? Ama Rami Barchama, Kitanya Hahi. what is the case where we say de Pater? That's be Omer Lo, where I want to buy your stolen item. You stole an item, and I want to buy it from you on Shabbos. So what do I? I'm the buyer and you're the seller. You're the seller who happens to be a Ghanav, right? So let's say. You know, um, let's say Tex steals something from my father and I want to buy it from Tex. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea that he's a thief. Tex, I want to buy that from you. It's a challah board. I want to buy it from you. So Tex says, no problem. The Omer lo, akut te'ena mi te'enasi, v'tikni li b'gnei v'seich. 
here's how we're going to make the purchase. I want to buy the challah board. You come into my yard and pluck a te'ena. The moment you pluck the te'ena, we made the sale. Okay? It's a Kenyan. It's a Kenyan. You pluck the te'ena. That's an issue of kotzer. On Shabbos. It really is shagets, by the way. And remember, the only way you're chayef skila is with Edom and Hasra. So this is a wild, unreasonable scenario. My son said this to me a couple of weeks ago. He said it to my wife, actually. I find Gemara so difficult to learn because the cases are unrelatable. A maskib, the cases are unrelatable. But the reason we learn the wacko cases is because it teaches us the outer limits of what the din actually is. So here I say to text, text, I want the challah board. Come into my yard and pluck a tain. He says, sure, no problem. He walks into my yard, pluck. Come, leave it to Rabbi Mechira. He just was mocher. Mechira. Pluck. Kotzer. Come, leave it to Rabbi And then putter. That's how we would explain that this is different than our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, the case was clean. The case was pure Mechira with no, no Akitsa. You're not plucking any Tainim. The Brysa that says Potter was Taka, a case of Kamle Bidarabamine. Amri, the Gemara says, hang on one second. Let's say the following were to have been true. The cave in the Chitava Le Kaman Bedina. Let's say that I brought text into Bezdin and said, hey, 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 hey. hey but let's say before the plucking of the, of the date, right? I said, hey, this guy owes me money. We would not say he has to pay for it. Because, I mean, the person who does that Akita is going to be This is what text was saying. That's not even called a Mechira. Because what you did is Usr. Why isn't it a Mechira? The fact that it's Usr doesn't mean that it's not a Mechira. This is a Havamina. We're going to reject this later. But the Gemara assumes for now that this isn't a Mechira. So therefore, that can't be the case that text was being okay to the Te'ena because if he does that, then the Mechira really isn't a Mechira because it's Shabbos and you just did you just did something very wrong. Again, we're going to question this because it's not a Pashat Havamim. <coughs> so answer number two. El Omar Papa, really the case was, Be'omer lo zrok sek A little bit of a different case. You know what? Throw your Geneva, throw the Chala board into my yard. What are you violating? which under the right circumstances is a malacha d'oraisa of it's a mishnah in Ayin Gimel Masecha Shabbos so that's also a big problem and when the challah board coasts over the wall into my yard at that moment right, it goes right here two things happen I acquire and you are chayav misa that's what happens at the same moment so come maybe that's the case of the b'risa when it says b'tanya Potter. So the Gemara says the person who was stolen from is outside, right? He doesn't get anything. He's not discussed in the Gemara. He's he's always going to be paid back. The question is, I do owe him kefil or Karen. He'll always be paid back, even if you were to be putter on Karen for whatever reason. You're probably chayv kefil in that case, unless you make a kenyan, <laughs> then you're not chayv kefil anymore. You're chayv Karen to him. Okay, that we discussed a couple days ago. So that's answer number two. Says the Gemara, wait one second. In the case of me asking text to throw the challah board into my yard, Kiman, who is that like? Says the Gemara, back a throwback to Masecha Shabbos circa 2020, whatever month that was in. I'll tell you what it was. It was like March of 2020, almost uh, exactly three years ago to date. Rebbe Akiva, Damar, Kluta Kimisha Hunchadamya. Rebbe Akiva was of the opinion that when you throw something into the airspace of my yard from Rashus Rabim, as mentioned, he holds the second it traverses this space, it becomes mine. The word kluta means to absorb. 
So perhaps you could kind of view it as like, oh, I caught it. I got it. It's mine now. That's how Rabbi Akiva holds. However, the Iki Rabbanon, if it was like the dissenting opinion against Rabbi Akiva, only when it lands in the Chatzar is there a Kenyan. We have a big problem. We have an item that can be nikne at that moment. The Mechira happens, airborne, but Shabbos happens on the ground. There's no Kamlebi de Rabamine there because Kamlebi de Rabamine is one action with two halachic outcomes, Geneva and Misa. But here, Mechira, but no Shabbos, Shabbos. That's not Kamlebi de Rabamine. So this answer only works according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds Kluta Kamisha Hunchadamia. Otherwise, like the Rabbanan, they hold the zero. Nothing happened until it landed. The next answer, we are six lines from the bottom of Ayanam at Bays. Or we could say, Be'omer, Lotikni Li, So according to the Rabbanan, let's remember, the Rabbanan say that the item has to fall in my yard when it lands, Shabbos happens. But on the Mechira front, I can make a condition that I don't want you to be Kona when it crosses into my yard. I only want the Mechira to happen when it lands on the ground. Namely, we could even explain this answer according to the Rabbanon. How so? We were we said maybe it's only Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva holds that it's Kluta. The second it crosses over, two things happen. Mechira and Chiv Misa of Rishus the Rishus. Says the Gemara, don't worry, even the Rabbanon can have it. Because they can say, Mechira doesn't happen here, but tonight I made it tonight with you. It doesn't happen here. Only when it lands, which is also what the Rabbanon hold is the Isser of Rishus the Rishus. No problem. <laughs> and therefore, we could even learn this Mishnah, this Brisa, according to the Rabbanon. Rava Amar, I have still another answer, and we are going back to answer number one. If you'll recall, Rami Barchama had said this answer of Oketz to Enasi and then Vitikni Geneva Seich. That's what he had said. Text come into my yard. I have a date tree. Pluck. In the moment that he plucks, the second the Ksira happens, two things happen. Yerchayv Misa and Mechira takes place. So says the Gemara, Rav Amar Laolam Kirami Barchama. And why is it? What about the concern from before? Remember, we said that when you go into Bezdin, they're going to say this wasn't even a Mechira. That's not true. And let's see why that's the case. Esnan Asra Torah. We know that uh, if a man pays for prostitution with an animal, the animal is not shy to be al That animal is connected to something that's vile and inappropriate. It should not be happening. So that animal's usher. And look at this. This is not a normal scenario. If the mother is the zona and the son is with the mother and pays her with a seh, a tzle, whatever, says the Gemara, still esnan asra Torah. I let's say in this case, let's say that this woman goes into bed and says, My son, my son owes me a snap for my a set for my services. Right? If that happens, you think Bezdin's gonna say it's time to pay up? No, you did something usher. But listen to this. Even though it's true, that when they go to Bezdin, lo amrina lezil havla. The Bezin will say, you don't have to pay her. You guys are both dysfunctional. This is not normal. But, but if he does give it to her, it is an Esnan. Meaning there's a difference between the Isra that took place and the halachic functioning of the, what I gave her. 
Granted, dysfunction on the family side, lots of family therapy. But me giving her the esnan is still an esnan. Same thing over here, says the Gemara. If you go to Bezdin, you're not going to pay. But turning to the top of Ayn Aleph, Ayn in the case of Rami Barchama, if really text comes into my yard and plucks it, yes, it's usher. Yes, you should not do it. But if he does it, have your mechira. And that's why Rami Barchama's answer is kaftor v'ferach. It works perfectly. So we have a couple of good answers to the question. We said our Mishnah says that by ganavu machar v'shavis, our Mishnah says tashlum kefel. The Brisa says putter. A couple of solid answers. The last one we just learned is really the first one, which is Rami Barchama, which is that Yes, text should not do that, but it still functions as a mechira. It still functions as a mechira. Beautiful. Let's talk about Yom Kippur. Ayin Aleph, Omer Aleph, second line. The din is on Yom Kippur that there's an Isra Kares by Shechita. It's not regular rules. It's this super quasi state of Ach. It's Yontif Ish. Shabbat Shabbaton on the one hand, but it's kind of Yontif Ish. And we know that there's like poskim who discuss if a person has pikuach nefashos, do you bench with yalav yavo yom kippur mazid? There are discussions in poskim. It's not a regular day. It's not a normal day. Okay, so the Gemara says, Amre Amai, why is this the din? Nehi dekat laleka. I know that there is no chiyuv misa bide bezdin for shchita on yom kippur. Malkus miha but at least there's malkos. And says the Gemara, And we hold in regards to Yom Kippur and Malkos that we don't say Loke and Mishale, meaning which is odd because is specifically for Misa, or so we thought. This is what the Gemara says. We hold If you're getting Malkos, then you should not be paying. And if that's true, then why are you paying Kefel in this case? You should be putter because you had Malkos. Says the Gemara, five lines down. Uh, sorry, skip to line, four lines down. Amre Habmani, who is this Mishnah, this part of the Mishnah like? Rev Meir de Amar, Loke Omeshalim. That makes much more sense. Our Mishnah says you're putter in the case of, uh, of Mechira. And our Mishnah must be Rav Meir because he says, I'm sorry, you're chayv to pay tashlumi dal behen our Mishnah. That has to be Rav Meir because others hold loke, uh, hold eno loke mishalim. Rav Meir holds loke mishalim. Says the Gemara, e Rav Meir, if Rav Meir is of the opinion of loke mishalim, then we're basically saying that there is kimle of some kind. Then uh, they we're basically saying that there's no kimle, e Rav Meir, if there's no kimle, then there's no kimle with lo- with Malkos either. Who cares which one is which? Maybe. Can't be. How do we know? We have about 10 lines to go. Gonab v'tavach v'shabes gonab v'tavach l'avodazara gonab shor niskal v'tavcho in all of these cases. What does Rav Meir say? He holds that even by Gana V'tavach B'Shabbos, which is the case that we needed, if you steal and you shecht on Shabbos, what's the din? You are Mishalem Tashlume Arba'a V'chamisha. He is categorical. There is no din of Kamle B'Dirabamine. Seemingly, that's what it looks like, which is a little, I didn't know that that was the case. I didn't know there was a shita like that. 
The Chachamim Potrim, fine. So therefore, how do we answer up Rav Meir? Amre, bar minod de'ahi. That b'risa that we just learned five, three lines ago, I've gone out the Tabach B'Shabbos, that you're going to be, according to Rav Meir, you're Mishal and Tashlumei, Arba B'Chamesha. Because in that case, Da'itmar Allah, how do we understand that b'risa? That b'risa is not what you think. It's not that I'm Gonav and I'm Tavach. It's different. That Bryce is not dealing with me doing Gneva and me doing Tvicha. I did the Gneva and you did the Tvicha. How can we have this split? One guy did the Gneva, one guy did the Tvicha. Says the Gemara because Amar Rava Shani Hacha. Just like if you sell my item, it's still my item that you sold. And here are the Mari Mekomos, the Be'er Rabbi Shmuel, Tana O, the Rabos HaShliach. The word O teaches that we're Mar the Shliach of even Tvicha, that if you do Tvicha, I will still be held accountable in some way, shape, and form. From a different word, Tachas, the Rabos HaShliach. We're going to stop right here at the word maskifla. We'll pick up Amir Tashem on Shabbos, an hour before Mincha. I don't know what time. I didn't look at the announcements. A little after 3, probably somewhere between 3.05 and 3.10. We'll check it out. Uh, and wishing you all a beautiful night.